Let's look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. There are 13 games on. A lot of things that we need to pay attention to with just two days left before the All-Star break. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I just got back from a walk and I tripped over a loose Barnaby Joyce on the footpath. I'm also a lead or a lead. I'm actually the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Why don't you go and uh, hit that thumb up if you've done it already. What a legend you are. Go and ring the bell. Go and subscribe. Go leave your comments down below and be that double banger that you were destined to be. Let's talk about Wednesday's action. 13 games on. So I'm going to talk about streaming on this show. You're probably not going to be able to do it, honestly. But have a look at your roster. Maybe you do have that open active slot. Maybe you've got a few injuries that have hit, and that's opened up an ability for you to add one player in. But more importantly, we're looking at where the injuries sit. We are, as I said, two games away, or two days away from the All-Star break, plus Tuesday's games, which need to happen. And there is a little bit of information that we need to um, pay attention to here. Let's go th- through some injuries. We know that Clint Capella is out. We also know, and it's, he's on the next slide because it happened while I was making these, that Nyeka Okongwu is out. He did hurt his toe at the end of last game. And now he's out for 7 to 10 days. That is obviously not ideal because he was taking this opportunity and playing really well. And now I don't even know which one of these two guys is going to be back um, first. Or will be back at the same time. I'm still putting my money on Okongwu and I'm still holding him. And I'm still holding Kapala, But they're both out. So, unbelievably, it's time for lob legend, Bruno Fernando. I, yeah, we are adding Bruno Fernando. Literally, we are looking at Bruno Fernando as an ad. Unbelievably. I'm just going to go ahead out on a limb and say LaMelo Ball's not going to play. I don't know. Pretty rogue of me, but you never know. Two is going to be out. Joshie Richardson's going to be out. Jimmy Butler's going to be out. Joel Embiid is going to be out. Um, like I said, Anyeka Okongwu's out. Patrick Williams will be out. Tari next season's out. By the way, like the, nothing sounds good about this. It's like, oh, he's trying to ramp up. He's got pain. It's not happening. Guys, please. I don't know if anyone's still rostering, but just don't. Van Vliet's going to miss. Um, Hunter Tyson's out for the Nuggets. Quentin Grimes will remain out for the Pistons. Uh, Dr. Michael Malone, we know he's got his medical bona fides from Hollywood Upstairs Medical School. He came out and said that Contavious Caldwell-Pope's totally perfect hamstring um, was going to leave him doubtful, but the official injury report lists him questionable. Now, I'm going to question that, and I'm going to be pretty doubtful that KCP plays because they have handled it horribly and the injury reports have not been accurate. So I, I am going to stick with doubtful and I'm going to listen to actually the doctor uh, Malone versus what they're putting out on the press conference. And he said the same with the headmaster, Jamal Murray, who left the last game with tibial inflammation. I thought maybe that was a bit of garbage, but Malone said, yeah, he's doubtful. The official injury report says questionable. I would say that Murray has probably a higher chance of playing. I would say there's no chance that KCP plays. I don't know why he would, but I would say there's zero chance that he plays. I'm going to lose Ben Simmons as doubtful. 
only because it's a back-to-back -back and he's playing on Tuesday. I'm going to list Al Horford as doubtful. It's a back-to-back -back and he's playing on Tuesday. I haven't actually included Marco Fultz or John Isaac on here. I think there is a chance that both of those guys sit Wednesday as well. I'm putting Cade Cunningham as questionable for the back-to-back. -back. He sat the last back-to-back, -back, but there's no guarantee that he, that he sits this one. I think he might, and then he won't after the break, but... I'll put him there as questionable. The Hawks have got a million weird injuries, of course. AJ Griffin um, continues to remain questionable to play any minutes at all. Wes Matthews is questionable. Paddy Mills, questionable. Um, Duncan Robinson, we don't have his status yet for Tuesday. So I'm going to list him questionable for Wednesday as well. Unless I do have that status. I do not have that status yet for Duncan Robinson. Um, so we'll wait on that one. Uh, Nico Batum, Toby Harris, DeAnthony Melton, they're all questionable. I would be very, very surprised if Melton and Batum played for the Sixers on Wednesday. Very surprised, but they haven't updated us on that just yet. Uh, Alex Caruso did pop up as questionable again with his toe problem, so we pay attention to that. Dean Wade with an illness is officially questionable now. Sticks Jalen Smith has just been ruled out. So you can take that one off. So Isaiah Jackson steps into those minutes. Rowan Barrett is questionable again. So Barrett's dealing with... Um, what is Barrett actually dealing with? Come to think of it. Need to go check that. Oh, it's personal reasons. So I knew he had the knee pom, but now personal for, for Barrett. Cam Johnson is out for the Nets on Tuesday. So I'm going to put him questionable for Wednesday with a groin issue. I am listing Porzingis questionable. I don't think Porzingis plays Tuesday. And I think he plays on Wednesday, but they haven't ruled him out of Tuesday yet. So that's why I'm putting him as questionable for Wednesday's game. Um, Tillman and Springer are out for the Celtics on Tuesday, so I'm going to put them questionable for Wednesday. Cam Whitmore is out for the Rockets on Tuesday. Oh, sorry, he was out on Monday. There's a chance he plays Wednesday. I'm listing GG Jackson here because he was suspended last game. I, I expect that, that was a one-game thing, but I don't know. And then the rest of the Grizzlies, I, I just, I don't know. Like, there is just too many different things that they can put out there. It's just too much all over the place, honestly. Um... The Knicks have officially listed Dante DiVincenzo and Isaiah Hartenstein as questionable. Well, there's no... If these idiots play DiVincenzo, I swear, like, what what, what are we doing here? Why why are we doing this? If they play him, idiots. Um, Derek Lively is officially... I was on the Grizzlies, sorry. The Grizzlies, just who knows? Canard, Rose, Aldama, Pippen, Gilead. I think Gilead will come back in. I think Pippen, who hurt his back last game will be out and he'll be in the G League. But then there's um, Derek Rose, who's on the on-off uh, diet as well. There's Jordan Goodwin. So look, it's just a, a nonsense situation. Don't stream any Grizzlies in with 13 games on. Derek Lively is officially questionable for the Mavs. Dante Exum is out, but Muxy Kleber has popped up as questionable on the injury report there as well. Trey Lyles is questionable with an illness for Tuesday, so we'll list him questionable for Wednesday. And of course, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both questionable for Tuesday, so they'll probably play. Then they'll pop up on the injury report again for Wednesday as questionable, and then they'll probably play as per usual. And then Tory Craig is probable. He started the last game. We're expecting um, no Pat Williams, obviously, maybe no Alex Crusoe. Also worth noting that their game is against the Cavs, so they could go back to double big with Andre Drummond starting. That is a possibility they could go for. The Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back combination, there's three teams playing this. And this is this beginning of the Warriors playing on four consecutive game days. They play Wednesday-Thursday here. And then when we come back from the break, they play Thursday-Friday. And the Jazz play Wednesday-Thursday-Thursday. So if you're looking for Warriors, now you might not have the ability to use them on some of these days, but they do play the Warriors four days in a row. 
The Grizzlies have also got the back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday, and we know that that's going to be a nonsense injury report. So we just have to be prepared for that because it is going to be frustrating and streaming them on Thursday is way more important on Wednesday. So getting that injury report data in there, look, I don't know. It would track that Pippen would start on Wednesday. Oh, sorry, on Thursday. But I don't know. I don't know. Things are all over the place. There's Trey Jemison, Jaron Jackson. Like, I don't know. And I don't know how to advise you on it, honestly. I'm at a loss with it. Today's episode, though, I'm not at a loss with this one. It is brought to you by Hungry Root. Hungry Root sends you food. Simple stuff. Grocery shopping done right. Fresh veggies, fresh fruit, fresh produce, meat, pantry staples, healthy snacks. They get the food delivered to you to get in there to help you save time, to help you save money, and to help you save food, like save food waste. Food waste is obviously bad. You go in there um, and you go through the Hungry Root system. You answer a few quiz questions. They try and develop a taste profile, allergy profile. So you get the right food scent. They recommend that stuff for you. And you can look at it and go, eh, I don't know. Maybe we'll switch this out. We'll add something else in there with Hungry Root. You can save money. You can save time. You can save, it's convenient. All these things are really positive. It recommends the recipes and the groceries based on your personal taste, but you can just fully customize that depending on what they chuck out there. So go to Hungry Root where they're offering you all you listeners of Locked On NBA and Locked On NBA channel, 40% off your first delivery. Go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That is HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Don't forget to use the link so that they know that we sent you. Okay, so looked at the back-to-backs. Let's look at the stream of the day, understanding that it is one of the busiest days in the NBA with 13 games on, and you probably aren't going to be able to stream anyone in, but we'll talk about it anyway. For 10-teamers, I am streaming in Amen Thompson. He just should be rostered while Van Vliet is out. Again, you always try to switch short-term stream value for long-term high-level value if that is a possibility for you, understanding you might take a hit in the short-term. 12-team streamer, I am going with Bruno Fernando. Do I think he's good? No. But they have no other centers. It is going to have to be him who plays a lot of minutes. They'll go small a bit with Jalen Johnson, but Bruno's going to have to play double-digit points, double-digit rebounds, high field goal percentage, blocks. That's what comes. He's an option for us. 14-teamers, I'm going with John Concha, uh, with probably against my better judgment, but he's just so low-rostered, and he has got a sort of solid role. And then for 16-teams, I'm going with Andy Nembhard, who is starting and getting good minutes. It's not got to be awesome, but for 16 teamers, yeah, like we, we're really on that for 16. Your Yahoo and ESPN point streamers are Amen Thompson. Again, so what's on my radar for these games? Atlanta and Charlotte is the first one. I want to see DeAndre Hunter, who's been better since returning. The minutes are pushing up. He was really good last game. I don't fully trust that. Obviously, if his minutes push up further, that will impact Sadiq Bay. Although, with no centers there, you will have to see a little bit more Jalen Johnson at uh, center, meaning more minutes for Bay and Hunter to play together. I don't think that Hunter's anything more than a streamer, and I wouldn't do it on a 13 timber, but we'll see what he does. I also want to watch Brandon Miller, because I don't know why the usage is so low. It's just ridiculously low at the moment. With the addition of those new players, why is he taking such a back seat and letting Miles Bridges, who, by the way, all those charges have dropped, so there is no upcoming court date, so you don't have to worry about uh, jail or a suspension coming. Insufficient evidence. Yeah, cool. So yeah, um, Brandon Miller just taking a back seat. Is that real? Is that what's going to hold? In terms of streams, Bruno Fernando in Atlanta. Cool. We're definitely doing that. And then Trey Mann in Charlotte. Now, Fernando is a short-term guy. Mann, I think, is more of a longer-term one. So I'd definitely prioritize a Trey Mann over a Bruno Fernando if that's the direction we're going. 
For the Knicks and the Magic, it is the big sneeze, Precious Achilla. I talked about him earlier, buy low, sell high, saying this that he was just doing so much stuff that was out of control due to high minutes. Not because he's good, because he's not. His impact is low. His um, efficiency is low. His scoring is low. He's just playing a ton of minutes. So we roll with him, absolutely. But like Hartenstein might play, allegedly. He won't. DiVincenzo might play. He also won't. Jim DiVincenzo played 41 out of 43 minutes before he went off with a hamstring injury. Idiotacy. So yeah, I, I just don't think those guys are playing. For streamers, it is Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Obviously, if Dante plays, Burks' value is down, but I am expecting Dante to be out. So Alec Burks' value is up. And then for the Magic, it's probably Cole Anthony, a guy, especially with my expectation that Fultz could sit this one, maybe even John Isaac as well. Although it is hard to figure out where Cole Anthony's value sits. The Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a back-to-back for Miami. I'd love to know Duncan Robinson's status because you know, that's key with all those other players out. For the Sixers, Kelly Oubre just continues, much like Precious Achua, to play a ton of minutes and not really do heaps with it. And that's always going to lead me to say that you just don't want him long-term. Caleb Martin is probably the stream for Miami because of some uncertainty around Duncan. You could throw Jaime Huckers in there as well. And then for the Sixers, maybe Mo Bamba, but we don't know about Harris, which would mean KJ Martin would step in. Um, We don't know about uh, Melton or Batum. There's a lot of guys who could be in or out there for the Philadelphia 76ers, which would change a few things. The Cavs and the Bulls in Cleveland. It's about the big avocado for me. If they do not start him and play him 25 minutes against Cleveland, well, that is an un, unmitigated drop, clear drop. I think he's a drop anyway, and a, a sort of stream guy for these matchups, but that's what this matchup is here, so let's see. But he had that weird two-game little stretch of big minutes, and then went back to nothing. Let's see what they do with this one. For the Cavs, Darius Garland was on the buy low, sell high earlier today. Let's see if he's able to get a bit of that usage up, um, where it's been a bit down lately, and also um, yeah, improve on the three-point shooting, which has been weirdly low all season. Dasumu is the stream in Chicago. He's still 39% rostered. His value does depend on the absence of Pat Williams and a little bit on Drummond. So we'll see how it goes after a great game last time out. And then for the Cavs, it's a core but that's just deeper league stuff. Pacers, Raptors, Tyrese Halliburton. Has not been playing at his best, absolutely. We've talked about that at length earlier today. So I want to see him beat up on a terrible team. For the Raptors, Jakob Pertl. Uh, The 21 minutes, is that what it is now? Because he went from playing like 26 minutes a night. They traded away Achua. He played 33 minutes a night. They He got injured. He came back. He got back to big minutes. And now Linux here and he's playing 22 a night. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know where he sits. I'm not dropping him, but I want to get more information. For the Pacers, Andy Nembhard is starting, playing 30-plus minutes. He had good assists last game. He had good steals. He's a low-usage player that I'm not super excited about. But yeah, for deeper formats, absolutely. And Kelly Linick, I think he just is a 12-team league guy. And he's uh, available in so many spots. I'd, I'd be adding him in nearly all of those ones. Brooklyn and Boston. This is a back-to-back for both teams. We've already talked about that Ben Simmons probably won't play Wednesday. Horford probably pl- won't play Wednesday. And Porzingis should be back on Wednesday. That is, if he sits out Tuesday, which is how I think it goes. In terms of streams, with the absence or the likely absence of Simmons, that means Dennis Smith pushes up into a larger role in Brooklyn. And then for Boston, with Porzingis out, it probably is Cornette, although it could be Tillman if he is healthy to go. But Cornette would probably be the guy that I'm more interested in streaming there. Houston and Memphis is the next game that we take a look at. The Rockets, it's about Jollibee, Jalen Green, and how his usage impacts Alperen Sengun. Green had that really hot streak about two weeks ago where his rebound rate was up, his efficiency was through the roof, and it has all pulled back down. I do think we're still holding him in 12s, but let's, let's see, can he maintain or, or build on those gains, or is he going to retreat into being 
the useless guy that he was before. For the Grizzlies, I just put Yuta Watanabe's name in there because he played 26 minutes last game. Lamar Stevens played 26. Like, how, this is how do I know what's going to happen? Who is going to play? Who is going to be in the rotation? How can I know? For the streams, I mean, Thompson for Houston, sure. Uh, and then Johnny Conchar for Memphis. But again, just watch. If Pippen does start, or it's Gilead that starts, or it's Goodwin that starts, then we can go in that direction at point guard as well. Washington and the Pelicans. Denny Avdia has been really strong. He's shooting the absolute lights out. What I want to see is if the shooting isn't there, does do they bench him do, or do they reduce his minutes? That's the key thing. Because he's playing like a lot of minutes, playing a lot at center. His two-point percentage, his three-point percentage is sky high. I think it drops, but let's see what happens. For the Pelicans, Herb Jones with Dyson Daniels out, big minutes. Zion is actually back on the injury report. I should have mentioned that with that foot issue again. So Herb has got a real chance for some really big minutes here. And is that going to be the new norm while Dyson is out? In terms of streams, Corey Kiss, but probably in Washington, we look at Marvin Bagley does not qualify here on my stream list, but he is a must-roster player. And then Larry Nance played 30 minutes last game. Now, if Zion is out, Nance will not be of interest to us. If Zion plays, then yes, we are way more interested in using Larry Nance. Um... Let's go to the next one. It is the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks. Of course, I always want to watch Victor Wembanyama, but I do want to pay attention to the horse, Calden Johnson. Last game was good from Calden. He gave us the rebounds, assists, and steals, and blocks, which he never does. I'm more, more concerned, I guess, with the fact that he's a 28-minute-a-night player now instead of 33. And with his limited fantasy profile, I don't think 28 gets it done. But let's see how they use him and if some of those other stats can come up. In terms of the Mavericks, well, Daniel Gafford, really. He only played 24 minutes last game despite it being a huge game. Um, he could be in for a huge opportunity because both Kleber and Lively could be out. They're both questionable. Or Kleber and Lively could both play and we really get to see what happens. In terms of streams, it's probably Branham for the Spurs. Could be Wesley. Could be Bubbles as well. For the Mavericks, it is Josh Green. Um, he's got a relatively secure role as a starter. The upside's pretty low, but he's probably got the best value there. In terms of the next game, it is the Kings and the Nuggets. This is a back-to-back for Sacramento. For Denver... I'm not expecting Murray or KCP to play, but again, the confusion around the injury reports leaves me in a pretty tough spot. So Reggie Jackson, a watch, and I would stream him in if he is available, just if you've got that ability, because if Murray is out, he will be more useful. For the Kings, Trey Lyles would be the stream, but I don't know that he's going to play. And we've seen Davion Mitchell's minutes rise in the last couple of games, and that puts him at less, especially if you're looking for some steals, and he's hitting some okay three volume at the moment. That does put him at least into that mix. Today's episode is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle, level it up to peak performance from superchargers and roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether it is you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to US customers. Okay, um, let's get through the rest of these games now. 
We're going to Detroit and Phoenix, a back-to-back for both of these teams. The doubt here, I guess, is on Kate Cunningham's availability. Simone Fontecchio hasn't really been snapped up in a lot of leagues. I do have skepticism about Fontecchio, but I think it's okay if you want to take a flyer there. So he's a good stream option. And then Eric Gordon, there's not much there in Phoenix, who actually signed Thad Young today. That's really intriguing. Will he cut into Drew Eubanks on the bench? What does that mean for like Royce O'Neal? They are stre- they have strengthened their bench, adding in Royce O'Neal and Thad Young. Uh, they've also made their bench worse by adding in David Roddy. But Eric Gordon is probably that stream guy there for the Phoenix Suns. The next game, which I believe is the no, second last game, it is the Lakers and the Jazz. This is a back-to-back for the Lakers. I want to watch Taylor Hendricks for the Jazz because obviously he was never playing early on this season. They traded a Linux. He's got 18 and 19 minutes the last two games. Now, that's obviously not enough. We need him to get 27 a night. But I more want to watch how he plays to see if there's an improvement in what he does, how the fantasy skill set rounds out, and if that's someone we can keep in a stashable position or a deeper league bench to wait for something to break free middle of March, end of March, which I think might happen. So I want to watch that. In terms of streams, Rui Hachimura probably for the Lakers. We are going to get Spencer Dinwiddie making his first appearance on Tuesday. How that impacts Rui, I'm not really sure. Probably hurts him, although he hurts himself quite a bit as well. And then for the Jazz, Keontae George, yes, he is going to be brutal on field goals. That is a a detriment if you want to roster him. I think it's okay to have him, and I think he's going to start, and I think he's going to play good, strong minutes rest of season. But there are going to be a lot of issues with it. But streamable, sure, no problem. The Clippers and the Warriors. If it's Zubats, low minutes, I expect he'll still be on this minutes restriction. If he's not playing 30, I, I find it really hard to look at him as an absolute must-roster player. And with them doing a little bit more small ball stuff, I'm getting to the stage where he might end up droppable. For the Warriors, like I told you, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, they play four game days in a row. So there is value in that. Now, only one of them is a low volume day. But Brandon Pajemski, what are his minutes? Because we saw last game, Clay and Wiggins played better. Pajemski played 26. So that's a little bit concerning. You probably hold him just for this four game cornucopia of action. But would you even start him on those days? You've got to look at your own roster. In terms of streams, Norman Powell, that's all he is. We're not rostering anywhere else. And then Gaz Payton, if he plays, he might sit the back-to-back. If he is out, I think that helps Pajemski as well. Let's look at some 10-team streamers. I'm not going to do the back-to-back streams. 13 games, you're not going to do that. Let's be fair. Um, and the chunks with the All-Star break, so much is going to change over that. I'm not going to give you misleading information there. So the 10-team streamers for Wednesday, we're looking at Amen Thompson, Andre Drummond, Bruno Fernando, Paul Reed. All of these guys are available in over under 50 no, the, yeah, over? No, sorry. Over 43% of leagues. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I've got Preston Shure on there as well. A lot of big man depth. And then I've got Alec Burks on that list because I do expect Dante DiVincenzo does not play, but they've listed him questionable, so I don't know. That is a risky one. For 12-teamers, it's Trey Mann, Keontae George, Johnny Conchar, Cali Olenek, Ayo Desumu and Duncan Robinson. I think Man, George, Linick, Desumu and Robinson should probably just be on someone's roster in a 12-team league. You don't want all of them because that means your team actually is pretty bad if you've got to go these five waiver guys you're adding. But they all should be on someone's roster, I believe. For deeper leagues, we go to Nempard. We go to Chris Dunn as well, whose minutes are down but still can bring that defensive uh, juice. Lukey Cornett, Larry Nance, Jericho Sims, who I expect will start, but... If Hartenstein plays, we don't care for Sims. And then Cody Martin, who actually could push into the 12-team zone as well. For points leagues, we do go back to Amen Thompson. These are all 50% plus available. Amen Thompson, Bruno Fernando, Andre Drummond, the big sneeze, Precious Achua, Marvin Bagley, and Trey Mann. And that is the end of the Daily Look Ahead show for Wednesday with 13 games on. Don't forget to go and hit that bell, notification, subscribe. 
All of that stuff is really important and I appreciate you guys doing that. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.